الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ففروا الى الله اني لكم منه نذير مبين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم التائب من الذنب كما لا ذنب له او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وصفته علماء الكرام بدون الرس the object and the purpose of gathering from time to time on a weekly basis more than that and of all the other dini discussions that take place whether it's a talim that takes place in our masjid all this is for the purpose of stirring this iman and when that iman is stirred then inshallah it will bring the effect of iman in our lives so the iman is there in the heart alhamdulillah allah taala has blessed us with this greatest wealth of iman but that iman must permeate every aspect of our lives that iman must permeate our eyes our ears our tongue our hands every part of our body must be permeated with this iman in the sense that those eyes now look at that which iman demands that it looks at and refrain from what iman demands that it should not look at likewise the ears only listen to that which allah taala is pleased with and totally refrain from that which allah taala is displeased with the tongue only speaks that which takes a person closer to allah taala will earn the pleasure of allah taala and totally refrain from any discussion of any sort which will earn the wrath of allah taala and in this way everything of our life from morning to evening from birth to death that this iman should be over and above everything that we do it should be our guide it should take us towards that which is pleasing to allah taala that is the object and this is something that is derived from the quran sharif directly allah taala says wazakkir fa inna dhikra tanfa'ul mu'minin remind for verily a reminder is beneficial for the believers so this is merely a reminder for myself for all of us and we have to keep reminding ourselves we require this reminder all the time there is no time and no moment in our life that we would have reached a point where we won't need the reminder so in any case the reminder is the entire deen entire quran sharif every aspect of the quran sharif is a reminder for us inna fi zalika la zikra liman kana lahu qalbun aw alqa as-sam'a wa huwa shaheed allah taala says this quran sharif is zikra it's a remembrance it's a reminder 
person who has a heart. He has a heart, then something will go into the heart. And he listens attentively. So this is the niyat that we have to make. This is the niyat we have to make in speaking, in listening. And according to the niyat, Allah Ta'ala blesses a person. The type of niyat a person makes accordingly is granted from the side of Allah Ta'ala. Allah alone is the giver. It doesn't happen in any other way. It doesn't happen by anybody speaking or anybody listening. It happens only by the giving of Allah Ta'ala. And according to the niyat, Allah Ta'ala will give. So this ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited, this is a very, very concise ayat. Very few words in this ayat. But this is the Quran Sharif that in few words there are oceans of meaning. And everything is encompassed in this one line. Allah Ta'ala says, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ مِنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُبِينٌ This فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Before this, there is a قُلْ which is understood in the discussion of tafsir it's described as mahzuf it's not in words but it's there its meaning is there in other words rasulullah sallallahu just as in many other ayat he was directly addressed qul huwallahu ahad qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq so qul say to the people allah is one so here also, this is a command actually to Nabi Wasallam That instruct everybody, tell everyone. فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ That flee towards Allah Ta'ala. And then Nabi Wasallam says, Allah Ta'ala says, that say to the people, Nabi Wasallam should say to all mankind, إِنِّي لَكُمْ مِنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُبِينٌ That I am a clear warner unto you. This warning, this nazir, this is that kind of warning which is the warning of somebody who is giving a reminder of affection. A mother warns a child also, look, don't go and join certain company. Is it because she wants to deprive the child of some fun? No, she's very concerned about the child mustn't get caught up in the wrong company and that will become the means of destruction. Now that warning is not a kind of threat, it's something else. That warning is out of affection. Don't ever go to a certain place. Why don't go to a certain place? That's a very dangerous place. Don't ever walk at late night outside the house. These are all warnings. But any person understands these are warnings filled with affection, filled with love, filled with concern. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there wasn't anybody who had more shafqat, more muhabbat, greater compassion and greater love for anyone than what love Nabi Wasallam had for his ummah. And the warning that he gave was out of this love. So now this is the ayat Allah Ta'ala is saying, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. The Nabi Wasallam is being ordered. You say to the entire mankind, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. And why am I saying this to you? 
I'm saying this to you out of this compassion, out of this love. I'm a clear warner unto you from Allah Ta'ala. So I'm saying this out of concern for you, out of your welfare. Now these words that are in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. Now this word fir, farar, to flee. So where does a person flee to? And where does he flee from? This word flee is not just used anywhere and everywhere. Like for example, somebody says that he came to the masjid, he performed his salah, and then he fled home. What kind of a person this is? He came to the masjid, performed his salah, and he fled home. Is the masjid the place to flee from or something? You flee to a place, you flee out of a place of danger. Where there is a danger and to save oneself from that danger. Now a person flees from that place. And he flees to a place of safety. He flees to a place where he will get protected from that danger. So a person doesn't flee from the masjid. He rather will flee to the masjid. person says that he fled from his home. Why did he flee from his home? What danger was there at home? He should be fleeing to his home, out of the dangers outside in dunya. So he flees from a place of danger to a place of safety. If there wasn't a danger there, he's not called fleeing from it. And here in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is saying flee. Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. But flee from what? That is not mentioned. Only where to flee towards, that is mentioned. Where should we flee? Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. But flee from what? It's obvious the word is to flee. So to flee from everything that is a source of danger. What kind of danger? So anything that is going to be a means of harm and destruction, whether in dunya or akhirat. But to get safe from that, now the person flees out of danger to safety. So no matter what kind of situation a person may be in, if he wants safety, he wants safety in dunya, and he wants safety in akhirah, there's only one direction to flee. There's no two directions. He wants to flee out of danger and to safety is only in the direction of Allah Ta'ala. So therefore it's only one thing mentioned, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Flee from everything towards Allah Ta'ala. And the person who will flee towards Allah Ta'ala, then fleeing happens towards safety. He will get that security. He will get that safety. He will get that peace. He will get that tranquility. He will get everything that is desirable, that is required, that people yearn for, whatever it is, everything is only available in fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. And when a person will do the opposite, then obviously, the direction of safety is towards Allah Ta'ala. When he will do the opposite, then he'll get the opposite. So now the direction is only one. A person flees from danger to safety. The direction of safety has been spelled out. Ilallah. So now if a person flees in any other direction, it's the opposite of safety. He's going to flee towards misery. He's going to flee towards pain. He's going to flee towards heartache. 
is going to flee towards all kinds of sorrow and grief. That kind of sorrow and grief which is not, not what is within the limits of deen and sharia, which is a natural grief, a different kind of grief, different kind of sorrow, which is from the whisperings of shaitan. So this is such a concise ayat in one line. Allah Ta'ala is giving us the whole prescription. One is to flee towards Allah Ta'ala, to flee towards Allah Ta'ala from ma'asiyat ila tawbah, from sin towards tawbah. And a person would make tawbah from whatever the wrongs that might have happened, whatever crimes he might have committed in his life, whatever sins he got involved in, now he's fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is saying to anyone and everyone, there's only one direction. He can be a king, that king also is in danger. And it can be a pauper, he's also in danger. Unless that king or that pauper is fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. He can be very highly educated, he can be the most ignorant person, most illiterate person. The most highly educated person is also in danger. And the totally illiterate person is also in danger. Unless either and both of them, unless they are fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala, otherwise neither that education of that person is going to help him in any way, and neither this person's poverty is of any use to him, both are in danger. That king's whole kingdom is in, of no avail to him, and the subject is also of no avail, unless they are fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. So this fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala, a person wants at peace, he wants that contentment, he'll flee towards Allah Ta'ala. Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. If he flees towards Allah Ta'ala, towards the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, now he will be fleeing towards that peace, towards that safety. And if he goes towards the opposite, one is the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, the other is forgetfulness, forgetting Allah Ta'ala. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Falamma nasu ma dhukkiru bihi. فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Sometimes when things open out, it becomes a deception. Many a person gets deceived. Thinks that everything opened out so much for me, it couldn't have been better. Everything opened out, this is a sign of my acceptance. And if I was not a good person, then why this happened? And Allah Ta'ala protect us, these are actual words that people have used, and have used it like a kind of taunt against somebody who was trying his best and battling but not coming right. Say, well, you carry on with your salah and so on. You see how far you go. Everything is fine for me, you can see, if I was, something wrong with me, it wouldn't have happened like this for me. But Allah Ta'ala already mentioned all this in the Quran Sharif. That in itself doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean success in itself. Success is with or without that in fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says, Falamma nasu, when they forgot Allah Ta'ala. Falamma nasu ma bi. What they were reminded about, they forgot. Reminded about Akhirat. Reminded about the day of Qiyamah. Reminded about the commands of Allah Ta'ala. Reminded about fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. Reminded about all the things that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran, what Nabi Sallallahu gave us. They forgot about it. Meaning they turned a blind eye deaf ear to it, blind eye to it. Allah Ta'ala says that we put them into a test. فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ We just opened out the doors. 
the floodgates opened out for them. So now with the floodgates opened out, the person thought that they couldn't have been anybody in a better situation than me. I have it all. So now what happens? The person starts going headlong into the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Now why you should worry about anything? Now all kinds of vices because now he just has to click his fingers and get anything done. Money is not an issue. But then what happens? Allah Ta'ala says, حَتَّى إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْلِسُونَ And they became very boastful and proud of all that they now had, what they were given. They thought it was all a gift. Allah says, we suddenly seized them. أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْلِسُونَ They were completely bewildered. Where did this came from? How did this ever happen? I had everything sorted out. Everything secured. How does this happen? So that coming itself doesn't mean anything. Yes, if it comes as in another ayat Allah Ta'ala says, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ That we opened out the barakat from the heavens and the earth. That is something else. That which comes with the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. That is barakat. But when it comes to the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, then that is like the most delicious piece of cheese waiting to trap that rat. So in any case, in this very, very short ayat, Allah Ta'ala is giving us the whole prescription, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ That a person should be fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. That person waking up at the time of Fajr and moving to the house of Allah Ta'ala, he is making amal on this. He is fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. And at that time, the person thought, now it's too early, or it's too cold, decided to sleep, he's fleeing in the opposite direction. He's running in the opposite direction. Running in the opposite direction is running headlong into the misery. The Hadith Sharif, it comes when a person sleeps through the time that now, the time of Fajr also elapsed. Until it's now morning. And he didn't wake up, he didn't remember Allah Ta'ala, didn't perform his Salah. Peace Lawson says that is a person who shaitan has urinated in his ear. Shaitan has urinated in his ear. The word in the Hadith Sharif is Hatta Asbaha. Until it's morning. Some commentators of Hadith mention that morning here refers to Subha Sadiq. Others say, well, it means actually till the time of Fajr has elapsed. Now, shaitan has urinated in his ear. Some say that this is figurative. Many muhaddisin say, no, it's not figurative. It is literal. This is what happens. But many things, insan don't perceive it physically. But it's a reality. And what is the end result of this? He then passes his day, his morning in a state that he is extremely miserable. It's a miserable feeling. Khabithan nafsi kaslan. There's a sense of complete laziness that overcomes him. There's lethargy. He doesn't have the enthusiasm to do anything. Can't move himself in the direction of his salah, his ma'amulat, his tilawat of the Quran Sharif. To make one zikr of just uh, one minute also becomes too much of an effort for him. He can't do it. He can't open the Quran Sharif and make tilawat of one page, half page also. All this is the result of that urination of shaitan in his ear. 
Bala shaitanu fi uduni. Now this was the effect of going in the opposite direction. Outwardly it seemed like, what happened? Nothing happened. But Nabi Islam we say something happened. A very big problem happened. Major problem happened. And the person who wakes up in time, and then he takes the name of Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala, and then he makes wudu. In the hadith it is reported that when a person goes to sleep, shaitan taps him to sleep. And he ties three knots at the back of his head. And he taps him off to sleep. Alayka laylun tawil farqud. You have a long night. Keep sleeping. No worry. You sleep right through. Don't even wake up for fajr. Shaitan taps him off to sleep. Now but he defies that. And when it's time to wake up, he wakes up. Upon waking up, he immediately takes the name of Allah Ta'ala. Fanhalla uqdatun. Upon taking the name of Allah Ta'ala, he decides the kalima. Some tasbih, he decides some ayat of the Quran Sharif. Immediately one knot that shaitan had tied behind his neck opens out. Then he makes wudu. As soon as he has completed making wudu, another knot of shaitan has now opened out. And then he performs salah. As soon as he's made that first two rakats, upon the completion of the two rakats, is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that Nabi Islam would commence his tahajjud, that the first two rakats he would make would be very, very short. Meaning he would decide very short ayat of the Quran Sharif. And then after that he would decide very lengthy rakats. Now the first two rakats, very short, and then very lengthy. One of the reasons the Muhaddisin give is, that in the hadith this is mentioned, that the third knot of shaitan opens out upon the completion of that first, first salah. So Nabi Wasallam is masoom, he is totally free from being affected by any, any mischief of shaitan in any way. But to teach us, that look, get these knots open out very quickly. So that two rakats of sunnah of fajr at least, that two is short. So by the time he made that sunnah of fajr and the hajjud subhanallah, that that knot of shaitan gets opened out quickly. So now all the three knots of shaitan have been opened out. Now Nabi Islam says, فَأَصْبَحَ طَيِّبًا نَشِيطَ النَّفْسِ طَيِّبًا نَفْسِ نَشِيطًا Or كَمَا قَالْ He wakes up feeling very, very good, very energetic. Now to open the Qur'an Sharif is easy also. To surround and make his tasbihat is easier. To do what is good becomes easier. To stay away from haram becomes easier. And he feels energetic. Now this is the effect of fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala at that early part of the morning. And he decided to carry on sleeping. He now starts off his day in this manner. So this is, the, in, this is just the start of the day. Then the whole day, the person who keeps fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala in fulfilling what Allah Ta'ala wants from him. Now he's fleeing towards that kind of business which is halal and tayyib. He's not prepared to touch something that is not permissible. That deal is all very lucrative. But the elements of haram are in it. He's running away from it. By running away from it, he's fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. Might seem he's fleeing away from wealth. No, no, he's fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. So this is something to inscribe on our hearts. When a person is being tempted towards some haram, he's tempted towards casting some haram glance, towards making some ghibad, was listening to some evil, listening to some music, towards anything that is impermissible, what Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. Now which direction is going to go? It's a, he's at a crossroads. And the one side is nafs and shaitan. And the other side is being told, flee towards Allah Ta'ala. So does he go towards nafs and shaitan? Or does he flee towards Allah Ta'ala? 
This is at every step to keep reminding ourselves. And the only direction that this, this, this peace, this serenity, this happiness, no matter what the halat might be, no matter what the situation and the circumstances might be, dunya is dunya. But that serenity of the heart, that peace of the heart will not come anywhere else but in fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. This is that lesson the Qur'an Sharif is giving us. And this lesson Nabi Islam is giving us on the command of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is giving this command. Say to them, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ مِنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُبِينٌ I'm saying this out of your welfare, for your benefit. Nabi Islam is telling us on the instruction of Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an Sharif. So throughout our life we live by this, we will only keep getting closer towards Allah Ta'ala. And we look in the lives of the Sahaba, what, what sacrifices they made, what hardships they undertook. But it was a very temporary phase which they readily undertook, but didn't do anything that would take them away from Allah. As a result, they gained the success of dunya and the everlasting success of akhirat. Allah Ta'ala endorsed their success in the Quran Sharif. Radiallahu anhum wa radu'an. Somebody left off his family, somebody was being persecuted by his near and dear ones, undertook all that. Somebody left behind all his wealth in order to be fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. From all that luxury and comfort, now wearing sackcloth and thorns as buttons. Doesn't matter, it's fine. But flee towards Allah Ta'ala. In that he fled towards Allah Ta'ala. Made hijrat, left everything behind. Fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. Left their homes, their birthplaces, left their families behind, left everything behind. Never to come back. Fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala then endorsed their success in dunya and akhirat. So whether a person wants to be successful in his business, in his uh, domestic life, whether in whatever other occupation he might be in, in his profession, whether it is in his day-to-day things of life, in his family, in whatever aspect of life he has to fulfill, all his aspirations, anything and everything, this is the simple prescription in half a line. Allah has given it to us. Person wants to stay away from the danger, stay away from the harm, stay away from the misery, stay away from all the problems and difficulties. There's only one direction. Flee from all the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala to the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Flee from ghaflat, from the heedlessness to the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Flee from all the haram towards that which Allah Ta'ala has commanded. And in this way a person will get that peace, that serenity. This is a very simple lesson. And this is what we have to keep pondering about, keep reminding ourselves. This is a reminder that we have to remind ourselves of about daily. And keep asking ourselves, especially at the time when we are tempted towards some haram. That we are going to, which direction I want to get to? Allah Ta'ala says, flee towards Allah Ta'ala. So the direction of safety is only that direction. And to go towards the haram, then I'm inviting misery. Then I'm inviting all the problems. Then I'm inviting all the difficulties. Allah Ta'ala, give us a tawfiq that in every aspect of life, 
we keep reminding ourselves of fleeing towards Allah Ta'ala. And we, with the barakat of this obedience of Allah Ta'ala, we then benefit, bring that benefit to ourselves in dunya, and that everlasting benefit of akhirat, Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq, wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو 
غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفسوں شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے انا لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہ جل جلالہ عم نوانہ اللہ 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 اللہ
ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to flee towards you ya allah enable us to flee towards you ya allah enable us to flee towards salah ya allah enable us to flee towards zikr ya allah enable us to flee towards dua ya allah enable us to flee towards your obedience ya allah enable us to flee towards tawbah ya allah enable us to flee to all that which pleases you ya allah save us from all the haram ya allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah guide us towards a straight path ya allah grant us istiqamah ya allah give us istiqamah on sirat mustaqim ya allah save us from all the deviations ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah keep us steadfast on deen and iman ya allah ilahul alamin you protect us ya allah protect our iman ya allah protect our amal ya allah protect our lives wealth and honor ya allah ilahul alamin protect the iman and amal of every muslim ya allah protect the life wealth and honor of every muslim ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah you guide us to that which pleases you ya allah save us from all the haram ya allah save us from all the evils and vices ya allah cleanse our hearts out of all the evils ya allah remove all the vices from our hearts ya allah remove the pride the malice the jealousy the arrogance ya allah remove the love of the ego ya allah remove the love of dunya ya allah fill our hearts with your mohabbat ya allah fill our hearts with the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam fill our hearts with the love of deen ya allah fill our hearts with the love of the amal of deen ya allah fill our hearts with the love of the efforts of deen ya allah accept us in our progeny to qiyamah for the efforts of deen ya allah with ikhlas and afiyat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you forgive us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to perform our five ten salah with jamaah ya allah grant us khushu and khudu in our salah ya allah grant us such a salah with which you are pleased with ya allah enable us to make tilawat of the quran sharif daily ya allah enable us to make your zikr all the time ya allah enable us to be forever in the state of zikr ya allah save us from ghaflat ya allah save us from heedlessness ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ila you keep us in the fortress of zikr ya allah keep us in the fortress of ilm ya allah keep us in the fortress of dua ya allah save us from being attacked from all the arrows of nafs and shaitan ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ila all those are sick give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima ila remove every trace of their ailments ya allah grant us cure from all our spiritual ailments ya allah grant us cure from our physical ailments ya allah ilahul alamin all those are in any kind of difficulties and hardships remove it with afiyat ya allah grant barakat in each one's rizq ya allah grant us halal and tayyib rizq ya allah save us from every drop and grain of haram ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah all those who have passed away make their complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the high stages in the akhirat ya allah at the time of our death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbah and nasuh ya allah allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah Allah, you protect us at that critical moment, Ya Allah. Allah, Shaitan will make his utmost effort at that time, Ya Allah. We can only be saved with your protection, Ya Allah. Allah, you safeguard us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. You enable us to leave that last moment with Iman, Ya Allah. Enable us to leave in a moment that you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Armin, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, let him be pleased to see us on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Enable us to receive the water of kawsar from his mubarak hand, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Let it be such that he embraces us on that day, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from that situation that he sees us and says, Suqqan, that he says, get out of here, Ya Allah. Allah, who will save us at that time, Ya Allah? There can be no, Ya Allah, no doubt about our destruction then, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, save us from such a situation, Ya Allah. Let the beast last and be happy to see us, Ya Allah. Enable us to conduct ourselves in such a way in this life, Ya Allah, that he will be pleased to see us on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the situation that He holds us to task, Ya Allah. That when my deen was being trampled, what did you do, Ya Allah? 
Allah, what answer we'll have at that moment, Ya Allah? Would we have to say that we also join those who are tempting the deen of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Ilahul how terrible that moment would be, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, let it be such that he is pleased to see us, Ya Allah. That we receive the water of Kawthar from his Mubarak hand, that he happily intercedes for us, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, don't take us to task, Ya Allah. There is nothing that we have to present to you, Ya Allah. Even our good deeds are vices, Ya Allah. Due to our weak, Ya Allah, actions, Ya Allah, due to the weak way we which perform it, Ya Allah, our corrupted intentions, Ya Allah, even the outwardly good deeds are vices, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, only out of your grace can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, there is nothing we can present, Ya Allah, without any reckoning, Ya Allah, without any hisab kitab, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever we are, we are your servants, Ya Allah. Whatever we are, we are the ummatis of your Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, you are Arhamur Rahimeen, Ya Allah. Allah, we are begging you alone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you grant us, Ya Allah. You grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us Khatma Bil Khayr, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Allah, all the work of being accepted, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you, ya Allah, stamp out all the forces of Batil, Ya Allah. Stamp out all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the evils, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, cleanse our environments, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the evils, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices, Ya Allah. Save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, nafs and shaitan beautify all the sins for us, Ya Allah. They make it look very glamorous, Ya Allah. Behind the sins is all the evil, Ya Allah. Behind the sins is all the torment, Ya Allah. Behind the glitter and glamour is all the destruction, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from this deception, Ya Allah. Save us from going close to it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us in your protection, Ya Allah. Keep us in your protection, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the hidayat, Ya Allah. Fill our lives with the hidayat, Ya Allah. Let Iman permeate our lives, Ya Allah. Let us see with the light of Iman, Ya Allah. Let us listen with the light of Iman, Ya Allah. Let us walk with the light of Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you protect us and guide us, Ya Allah. Guide our families, Ya Allah. Guide our children, Ya Allah. Guide our relatives, Ya Allah. Guide our friends, Ya Allah. Guide the entire Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, guide the youth of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Guide the elderly of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Guide the women of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Guide the men of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, made so much of sacrifice, Ya Allah. He sacrificed so much so that deen could come to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have abandoned his Mubarak way, Ya Allah. We have abandoned his way of life, Ya Allah. We have abandoned all his teachings, Ya Allah. We have embraced the ways of his enemies, Ya Allah. We have taken what nafs and shaitan have given us, Ya Allah. We have forgotten what he gave us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive this major crime of ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring us back onto the way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, enable us to totally abandon the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Enable us to kick it out of our lives, Ya Allah. Enable us to embrace the Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to love the Sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to live the Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all the good that is, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever good is taking place, Ya Allah, accept it, Ya Allah. Accept all the good amal, Ya Allah. Accept all the ibadat, Ya Allah. Accept all the du'as, Ya Allah. Merely out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant muhabbat among the people, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, unite the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the ummah, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, all the good that Rasulullah begged for, Allah, you grant us that good as well, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah sought refuge from, Allah, you protect us as well, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua, Allah, you fulfill each one's dies needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's, Ya Allah, whatever they need, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Save each one from all the calamities of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Our greatest need is that, Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. That we become yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you guide us, Ya Allah. You look after us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil walid. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil walid. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil walid. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا وتب علينا وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله